Lekutah Sichas Chelik Chav Gimel Parsha Bamidbar Sicha Aleph. I from Pasuk Ela Kruya Eida Nasi Matis Adaisam Rosh Alfi Yisrael Heim on the Pasuk that says in naming the Nasiim um, that were appointed to count together with Moshe. These are the called upon per- people, the leaders of the of each tribe, um, the heads of the thousands the ones in charge of tha- a thousand Yidin um, so there, that's the Pasuk Shtaltzach Rashi of them Rashi quotes the words these are the called upon of the people, of the community and it's Mefarish and he explains what this means is those who are called upon for everything of eminence importance um, by in the community. In Mefarshim Gefint Metzvei Sugi Perushim Mikabanas Rashi. So the Mefarshim find two. They explain Rashi in two different ways. Num, one explanation is Rashi Kum Shaylo Zaynem Bezonish Lenin. Rashi wants to make sure that we don't interpret this to mean as Kruya Eida that the words Kruya would means Kruya means to summon. They are the ones that summon the people. But, but that would be wrong you can't say that that's what it means because that doesn't that is not in a way in which the Nesim are seen as important they, they are the ones that have to gather together the people doesn't really speak of their importance a second way of interpreting Rashi by Adam Afarshim is the Loshen Kruya Eida is mashma gerufen from the Eida. Kruya Eida doesn't mean Kairei Eida would mean that they summon the people. Kruya means that they are called by the people. They are the ones that are summoned by the people. And that also can't be said about the Nesim as that they are the ones that are summoned. In other words, somebody has authority over them and has the ability to summon them. When they want them to be to come, as they say in the Gerufenu, the Edevosainen divos koyrim koyzrim, and that the ones that summon them, they are the ones that uh, that have the authority to declare that they should come. Divos Rufen the Nesim, Kilu the Edes Hachav Nesim. That would mean that the people of the community have authority over the Nesim because they are the ones that are summoned by the people. So. So that can't mean it can't mean that either. The Rebbe is Rashi Mefarish. That's why Rashi explains that what it does in fact mean as does mean Tanikroim that they are the ones that are summoned for everything of importance in the Eida. That they are. It's true that they are called upon. They are summoned, and maybe even by people of the community. But they are called upon when somebody needs to needs advice. Somebody needs something to uh, a way to deal with a certain situation. Anything of importance that the that the community has, they are the people that they turn to for advice and for taking care of things and so on. Other um, so anything that the whatever they have or they need. And so on. That's what Kruayeda means, that they are the people who people turn to when they have a need. That's how Rashi explains it. Base.
But it's difficult to explain, to say that Rashi is trying to uh, explain that these, that's not the way to interpret it. Because what's the, what does the first one say? The first uh, comment, uh, the first method, way of interpreting the Rashi is as Rashi comes the first one is saying that Rashi wants to make sure that you don't make a mistake of how to interpret the word Krue if that's all that it means that's all he's trying to explain that Krue means the people summoned by and not that they are the ones that do the summoning because Krue doesn't mean they do the summoning that would be Kaire as I said so he's making sure that you understand that the word Krue doesn't mean that they do the summon that the summoning that they are the ones that have to do the summoning so all he is doing is explaining the word Krue if so why does he have to why does he have to quote the other words from the Pasuk if all it is is Krue explaining Krue and all we have to say is Hanikroim. Krue means the ones that are called upon, not that they do the calling. Or some other similar word. Also, another thing about this. I think it's Rashi is Shailu, is Adrita Pirish in Krue. If Rashi is trying to make sure that we understand that there is a th- another interpretation of the word Krue, which means, in fact, that they are the ones that do call together the people, because somehow the fact that they are the ones that are in charge of calling the people together is somehow a, a sign of importance that does signify some sort of importance. They are in charge of summoning the people and that's why so there is this idea that you may have that they are considered important because they're the ones that call the people that summon the people so Rashi says no that's not what it means it means that they are summoned in any or called upon in any matter that is important to the people so in other words Rashi is trying to say that does not mean you may think that it means that they are the ones that call the people together and that is somehow a sign of importance so I tell you no that's not what it means it means that they are called upon whenever there's something important is does gufanish movement so then this in itself is needs to be understood why does Rashi discount that interpretation maybe that's what it does mean the, they are the ones that are in charge of calling the people together and that makes them important maybe that is in fact the meaning of the passage because that according to this interpretation it gives them some importance they are the ones in charge of calling the people together for instance in this case we're talking here about these twelve Nesim we're going to join Moshe and Aaron in summoning the people in order to make a, take a census, to count them. So here it was signifying their importance that they are in charge of getting everybody together so that we can count them. So maybe that's what it, that is what it is. Maybe that's what the Pasuk does mean. How does Rashi mean? How does Rashi know that it doesn't mean that? 
Muslims are therefore we must say. Adosus Rashi learned Nijd and Pirush and Pasak as a roof in the Ada. So we have to say the reason that Rashi discounts that idea that their importance comes from the fact that they summon the people is Nishazaimitsadam Taikna Pirush is not so much because is that importance? No, that is importance. And it can't be that he dismisses that as being a sign of importance. So then why does he discount that, uh, that interpretation? The only reason that he discounts this interpretation is because the word krue does not mean they do the summoning, it means that they are called upon. And that's the reason that Rashi says it can't be that. Krue means that they are summoned, and not that they are the ones that do the summoning. Is Nishmuv and if so, we, don't, we have to understand. So then the question is, why does Rashi have to even discount that Pirush? That should be self understood. The word Krue does not mean they do summoning, it means that they are summoned. So Rashi wouldn't even have to go into that to, to, to discount it. He wouldn't have to consider that shot. The word doesn't mean that. So therefore, that the pshat, the the, the, interpret, the the explanation of this Rashi, that he needs to discount the idea that krue means they do the summoning, he wouldn't even have to say anything about that. The word just doesn't mean that. Why would he have to entertain such an interpretation? So the first pshat doesn't seem to work in the way in uh, explaining why Rashi needs to explain this in the first place. Also, the second explanation that we said that the other Mepharshim say that Rashi is discounting that they are important because they are summoned, that would make them less important. There is somebody that has the authority to summon them, and the problem with that shot is also we have to understand that does it doesn't seem to work either in the teichem von krue is nicht ungedeitet as in the kreim seine niedrige mit seinem gerufen von der kreim simply the word krue that somebody can call upon or summon someone doesn't necessarily mean that the person that is doing the summoning has more authority than the person being summoned then why, does, why can't it be that they are the ones that are summoned by the people when there is a need and so on it's very possible that they are called upon because they are important because they have something to offer and therefore that does show their importance that whenever there is something that needs to be done they are called upon not as those Mepharshim want to say that when someone summons someone else, it by definition means that the person doing the summoning has more authority and therefore is more important than the person that is being summoned. Not necessarily so at all. When you have a need, you call the person that can address your need and that shows their importance. They have the way in which to address people's needs. So bottom line, what, uh, the question is, what is Rashi trying to say here? Then the next Pasuk, which says, that Moshe and Aaron took these people, the meaning the Nesim, the ones that were named, 
because the the uh, the pasuk goes through the diff- all the names of the of the nesiim of the tribes. So the people that were named, they gathered them together to to join them in the counting. Shtaltzach Rashi the Vetar Rashi quotes the words these people. When his Mefarshin explains, Eshneim Oser Nesiim Alolu these twelve nesiim. And then he goes on to explain. He next Rashi is he quotes the words in the pasuk that were named. On his mefarish loy kan that were named loy to him to Moshe Rabbeinu here by their names. What is Rashi trying to say? Is that mefarshim mazbir? So the mefarshim explain as fun arichus loshna pasuk. That from the, uh, the, the the words, it's very wordy in this pasuk. took these people, and so on. And it doesn't simply say took them. We already know who they we're talking about. Why does it have to say these people? Since we're in the middle of talking about these people. They were all named. In fact, the, the pasuk went through, give, you know, telling us which, who they are and what their names are. So we know who we're talking about. So why does he have to say as anoshem ele? Hotkiken zayin akusakadaitach. We could have thought that does zayin an under anoshem. So for somehow the pasuk has to say as anoshem ele because we may have entertained the idea that we're not talking about those twelve that were named. We're talking about. They called upon other people, and that's why it has to say Anoshimaela, these very people. And we would have thought that we're ta- that the people that Moshe called and gathered is not those twelve people that were named, that were mentioned before and they and they were named. And so, what is they were named? Meant under a mention was Daibishad Nekiv given Zayin Nemen to Moshe Ben Afriyah b'Makamachar. And that here, when the pasuk says that were named to Moshe, that were given, you know, were identified by Hashem to Moshe, is not talking about the nesiim that were identified in the previous psukim, but that they were identified to Moshe in some other place, in some other, um, at another time. Hashem had told them names of people that He wants Him to choose. So this is what we may have thought that Hanoshema Eile. Because the Pasik doesn't didn't really need to say Anoshamela because we're already discussing the Nasiyim. So maybe we would have thought that why does the Pasik say Hanoshamaela? Because he means not these people that we wouldn't have to say Anoshamaela about because we're already talking about them. It's Anoshim other people which are we're, which we're now changing, transferring to discuss those people. And they were named to Moshe Rabbeinu, not the twelve that were named in the previous psukim in this parsha, but it's talking about people that were identified to Moshe. Hashem already told Moshe who he wants to choose. So, in order to, in Rashi is Rashi the Shail, so Rashi doesn't want us to think that that is what the actual pshat is. So, therefore, he says, Ados ved alolu. So don't think that it means some other people, unnamed people, because Moshe, they were named to Moshe. But no, it's talking about the same twelve Nasiim. 
and that what does the Pasuk mean that we're identified to Moshe it doesn't mean that they were identified to Moshe some other place nor but rather Loikan these are the names that Moshe Rabbeinu was told right here in the previous Pesukim that we just learned to Moshe the people that were named to Moshe identified to Moshe here right here in this uh, parsha. so that's what Rashi is trying to say don't think we now in, we're introducing the Pasuk introducing a whole new set of people that were identified to Moshe but it's very difficult to say this as Luli Pirish Rashi that if not Rashi telling us that we're talking about these same 12 uh, Nesim told Givena Hava meaning that we were, might, might have entertained the idea as the Pasuk do that this pasuk over here, be'emtza hadibur barichus v'gdishneimos and nesiim, right in middle of having discussed at length about the twelve nesiim and naming them each by a name, v'tmeinen mitvayika chasanoshemayla. Now suddenly, when the pasuk says, and he took these people, it means other people under a mention. It's very difficult to think that nishtaela. And that it doesn't mean these people, when it says Ha'ela, these people, it doesn't mean the Eibin Demonte, was the Eibishtad Gehesen. It's referring not to the people that were actually named in the Pasuk. The ones that Hashem told him to, to, uh, to choose, or that he, he named as the Nesim. Well, Nachmer, and even more. The Pasuk Zol Nishzogn Befeders Verzezainen, and those people that these new people that are suddenly being introduced, the Pasuk doesn't even tell us who they are, nor so if they unbite mitaremes, but should only allude to them by, in a very cryptic way, talk about these people that Moshe Rabbeinu already knows, they've been identified to him, but they're not being identified to us. Nizogndik without telling us about who, who are suddenly these new group of people, on Rashi's old Daphne Shells and the Pirish, and that Rashi needs to tell us that it doesn't mean this. That's a very strange interpretation that, in the middle of having told us at length about the 12 names of the Nasim, suddenly the Pasuk is trying to tell us that there was a whole new set of people, people that were named to Moshe but are not being mentioned here, and that uh, Rashi has to tell us, no, 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 that that's not what it means. Very difficult to say that that's what Rashi needs to. Explain. Dalit under the mafarshim learn, and other mafarshim want to explain a little differently. As Rashi is donish shelo kosaita kolsalkadaitachim pasuk, ados meant under a mention. Rashi is not trying to somehow explain to us that no, we're talking about the same people. That there's not a whole new group of people that we're discussing now. Not an inyan avonas aksuvim, but it's just a. How do we understand what the pasuk is saying? What does that mean? The way the Pasuk words it. Because the Pasuk uses the term these people, is mashma, that lends itself to say, that these are, they're being chosen as people, just as a group of people. They're not being chosen because they are the Nasim of the tribes. They're just a group of people. So therefore, in other words, that the Pasuk, we may have thought that the Pasuk is trying to allude to us that the reason that they were chosen to be part, of, uh, together with Moshe and Aaron, 
to count in the the, uh, the the Jewish people is not they weren't chosen because of their role as Nasim. They're being chosen just as people. There's some other reason why they're being chosen. It has nothing to do with the Nasim, and that's why the Torah identifies them not as the Nasim, but Hanoshim Ha'ela, these people. So therefore Rashi, <clears throat> and that's what Rashi is trying to tell us, that they are being chosen because they are Nasim. As they were chosen because of their role as Nasim. And so he he doesn't explain why the Pasuk says but please make sure that you don't think that there is some other reason that they're being chosen, and that's why they're alluded to as Anoshim rather than as Hanasim. So I said, no, they're still being chosen as Nasim. But then we have to understand, so then the, what le, what's left to explain is, which Rashi doesn't, why are they referred to as Hanoshim and not as Hanasim? Why does the, the Pasuk phrases in such a way, calling them which leaves the question that why are they referred to that way? Maybe that's not because they're Nasim. And Rashi has to tell us no, it is because they're Nasim. So why, why bring up, why change the description of the people from Nasim to Anoshim, which now forces Rashi to explain that we're still talking about the Nasim, they're chosen because they're Nasim. Why put it that way? That's the last to explain. Be explained. Why are they referred to as Anoshim? Hey, so to understand this, we first have to explain other questions which come up in these psukim. Number one, the tzei psukim ele krue un vayikach meishav adam zayin lechayre bechlal iberik. The whole these two psukim, these are the ones that were the krue aida. These important people that are summoned for every important thing, and that Moshe Rabbeinu took them and and brought them, and they go they're going to go with them to count the people. These two psukim don't seem to be necessary altogether. And again, the Meshon Pasuk, in regards to the first Pasuk, right at the beginning, Hashem tells Moshe that he wants to count the people. He says, and along with you should be also one person per, from each Shevet, each person at the, the, who is in charge of the, the Shevet, and so on. Why does the Pasuk once again say, these are the people that were uh, the Kriyo Eida, the important people that Moshe Rabbeinu took? What, why do we have to say that? He started out by saying, you're going to take along with you these 12 people, one person per Shevet. Then he goes on to name them. So why does he have to say again, these are the people that were chosen? Nochmer. <coughs> Even more difficult to understand is my commercial and the Tzveta Pasuk. What is the necessity of the second Pasuk? The second Pasuk says that Moshe and Aaron went and took these people and uh, along with them to count the people. What does that have to be said to us? It goes without saying that Moshe Rabbeinu did what Hashem told them to do. Moshe and Aaron did what Hashem told them to do. 
as midzei is long zayin the nesiim of tzitzel the yidden that together with them should be the the nesiim to counter people. And as we see in most places in Torah, was Torah itself nisht that the Torah, when Hashem tells Moshe to do something, the Torah doesn't go back and say, yes, Moshe Rabbeinu listened and did as Hashem, as Hashem had told him. In most places it doesn't say anything like that. Because it's obvious that Moshe would have listened to what Hashem told him. So why here does it have to say that Moshe and Aaron took those people that Hashem had told them to take together with them to count the people? And even if for some reason the Torah over here wants to specify, as Moshe and Aaron did in fact fulfill Hashem's command, would have been enough to say it briefly. And Moshe and Aaron did, as Hashem said, that's what they did. Instead of going through or at least, or at, if you want to go a little further, Moshe Rabbeinu took these people. Why does it have to go on to continue? And they took these people who had been named by Hashem. As if we, the pasuk needs to tell us who it is that they took to count. Obviously, they took the people that Hashem had told them to take. And you want to say that they did it, so say, they took these people. So that's one question. What do we need this psukim for altogether? Another question. is the We have to understand this conversation between Hashem and Moshe. Nogdem Pasuk. After the Pasuk that says, Vitchem you that along with you should also be. Uh, go or, or be involved in this count will be one person per shaded. How the Eivish to Gezog the Eivish continues. Ve'elosh Meisa and Noshim and these are the names of the people Ashiyamdu Itchem that will stand along with you. L'Ruven for the tri- for the shaded Ruven will be this way. L'Itzurven Shteir and so on. When his Mefarad the name of the other Noshim shaded Bazunder and goes on to give us the name of each Noshim of each shaded. It would seem that Dibur is doch given. When the Pasuk here in Bamidvar, at the beginning of Bamidvar, says that this whole thing took place on al- the first of the second month, which means Aleph year, year, on the second year when the Yidin went out of Mitzrayim. Means a year and one and uh, two weeks after Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim. So says which means it's a full month after the Mishkan was put up, which was on a Shchedish Nisan, as we know. That was the Shmeinish Meyam Shmini was on the eighth day. Was demoed, haben dieselben Nesim Makrev given Karbonus Lachanukas and Mizbeach, and we know that it was these Nesim that were just named over here in Mamidbar. They are the ones that brought those korbanos each day. Another nasi that we are told in the parsha nasi coming up next week. That uh, and it goes through each nasi and what the korbanos that he brought and so on. So then, why does Hashem have to add over here? These are the names of the nasiim of the shvatim. As if 
he is now telling Moshe Rabbeinu something new that Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't know yet these are the names of the people that should be the Nesim of the Shvatim when a month earlier already they were acting as Nesim and they brought the Karbanas in the Chanukah Zemezbeach as the Nesim so Moshe Rabbeinu knows who the Nesim are why does the Hashem have to relate to Moshe Rabbeinu the names of every one of these Nesim since Moshe Rabbeinu already knew who they were from earlier, from a month earlier at least a month earlier now we have to understand that when the Pasuk over here says and these are the names of the people that are the Nesim is not in order to inform us meaning the people the, the, the Yidin that read the Torah and the Parsha Bamidbar oh, these are the names of the Nesim because if that were the case then we would understand why the Pasuk has to name each one of the, the Nesim here because we're in Bamidbar at this time nobody in the shul knows who the Nesim are because that's only going to be mentioned later in Parsha Nasa next week so if we want to know if the Torah was trying to talk to us and inform us who the Nesim were then it would make sense because the, the names of the Nesim to us only appear in Parsha Nasa so it's, but it's not really telling us who the Nesim are nor Atel what's really these Psukim are a window into the conversation between Hashem and Moshe this is what Hashem is telling Moshe I want you to go and count the, the Yidin and along with you should be the Nesim of each Shevet and we're listening in it's like we're listening into the conversation between Hashem and Moshe that's how Hashem is speaking this is a whole, all a conversation between Hashem and Moshe so if Hashem is speaking to Moshe why does he find it necessary to give him the names of each Nasi Moshe Rabbeinu already knows it from a month earlier there's no need for Hashem to tell him the names of the Nesim if Hashem was trying to tell us the names of the Nesim here so then it would make sense we don't know who they are yet even though what happened on the Shredish Nisan we don't know yet what happened on the Shredish Nisan because that's only related in Parsha Nasi but Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't have to be told the names of these Nesim so if he's not trying to tell us the names he's trying to tell Moshe Rabbeinu the names Moshe knows the names so why is there a need for Hashem to tell him the names of these Nesim so we have to understand number one why do we need these two Psukim and the second thing is why do we need the names of the Nesim why does Moshe Rabbeinu need the names of the Nesim to, to be told him so, so to answer these two questions Rashi, that's why Rashi tells us he says what does the ones that are summoned for everything of importance for the people what Rashi is trying to say is that a new, the Nesim were given a new position the new position is was something that they didn't have until now. They were Nasim, but they didn't have this position that we're now going to be discussing. What does that mean? 
Und das kommt bei Hemschach zum Friedrich Empirischen Rashi. And this comes as a follow-up to what Rashi explained earlier. What did he explain earlier? In the previous Pasuk which says, and along with you should be a, a, a person from each shavit. Is Rashi Mefarish? Rashi says over there, Kishatif Kedu Oisam, when you count the people, you Imachem Nasi Kol Shevet Veshevet, along with you should be the Nasi of every single Shevet. That's what Rashi says. Was Bepashtus Kumda Rashi Mefarizain. It would seem that what Rashi is saying here is, Adozos the Nasiim Zani Given Suzamim Moshe Varim B'Midim B'nei Yisrael, that the fact that the Nasiim, what does it mean that the Nasiim were together with Moshe by the counting of all the Yidin? Is nish the pirush as yet the nasi yetzchem shtat given nor b'minyan shiftoi? It doesn't mean, as one might think, that Moshe and Aaron were the ones that were counting the yid when they came to count shevet Reuven. So then the nasi of shevet Reuven joined them for his shevet. When they went to count shevet Shimon, then the nasi of shevet Shimon was along them to count his shevet. So Rashi says no. What Rashi is saying here is that what it means is every single one of the twelve Nasiim has to be there for the counting of every single Yid. Not the, only the Nasi of Reuven for Reuven and Nasi of Shimon for Shimon, but Reuven, Shimon, Levi, the Nasi of each tribe has to be there for the counting of each individual Yid. So they're there the whole time. How does Rashi know that that's what it means? Maybe it does mean that only Reuven has to be there for his own shevet. How does Rashi know that it means that every Nasi has to be there for all the counting of every Yid? Rashi takes it from Loshon HaPosek V'itchem Yihiyu. The Posek says, along with you shall be, they shall be. On a state nish behemeshach zum Loshon from the Friedrichen Posek Tifkul Eisem L'Tzibaisem Atavarna Nasiya Shvatim. And the Pasuk doesn't use the, the similar wording to, his, to what he used in the previous Pasuk, which is Tifkudu Oisam Litzavaisam, where he could have just said, Atav Hashvatim. If all he meant was that along for each Shevet should be the leader of that Shevet, then it should have said, You and Aaron and the leader of the Shevet. But instead it says a new thing, V'itchem Yihiyu, and along along with you, they shall be. So from this, Rashi takes out, as explained in the Mepharshim, that this is how we know that each one, that's, that it's significant that it says, as opposed to just saying, and the Nesim. So from this, Rashi takes that the Nesim, what is it trying to tell us? What's significant? What significance is it telling us that V'itchem Yihiyu? that together with you, they should all be the entire time of the counting, as it applies to every single Yid, not just for their own shevet. That's how Rashi knows that the Shvatim were there for, for the entire thing. Yeah, sorry, the Nesiyim were there for the entire thing. Darf mabir, so that's what it means. So then we have to understand, Vosfar HaShaychas had the Nasi from Ein Shevet to the Minyaf Natsvetin Shevet, why is it necessary for the Nasi of Reuven to be there when they count Shimon and so on? What connection does the Nasi of Reuven have to the Shevet of Shimon? For says Nizhzai Nasi, since he's not the Nasi of that Shevet. 
Moshe Aaron Zainan Diva Zainan, the Fir from Ali Yidin. We can understand Moshe Aaron. They are the leaders of the entire Klal Yisrael. Moshe is the Goylamanik. Moshe is the one that redeemed us, and he's the one that leads us. When Aaron is the Kayan Gadol, Aaron is the Kayan Gadol, which is also a position which is of authority over the entire community from Ali Yidin. The Ribbet Yisrael. That's why, of course, it makes sense that they should be the ones counting all the Yidin, every single Shevet. But the Nasiim, their connection is only to the Shevet of which he is the Nasi. In the Minyan von Zayn Shevet, and therefore, of course, it would make sense that the sh- the leader of that Shevet should be there when they count his Shevet. It's at Kveidish Olanasi, either because of the to show honor to the leader of the Shevet, otherwise, or had gedacht, but bashtetiken as the gezelte geherz to Zayn Shevet, or that he has to confirm, he has to be the one to confirm that yes, this person is one of the members of my Shevet. As kind it could be sometimes a question whether this yid comes from this shevet or that shevet. That so the the leader of the shevet is the one that makes the decision. He's the one that can um, assess or or agree that this is a member of his shevet. But what's the connection between a nasi? And members of other shvatim, that he would have to be part of the counting of the other shvatim as well. If them is given the dibravaya so to answer this question comes along the pasuk, where Hashem says these are the ones that are summoned for every matter of importance. Because then. Hashem, the Pasuk, Ela Kriya means to confer a new position on them. They now have a new position. As Nois of Lazevas, Yedder of Hazay is a Nasi Lushifta, that in addition to the fact that he is the recognized Nasi of his Shevet, they now got the position that any matter pertaining to anyone in the entire community the whole Klal Yisrael these are the 12 people that are summoned for any matter pertaining to any person anywhere in Klal Yisrael they are connected to and they have uh, they, they are involved in every matter and every person in, in the entire Klal Yisrael with every yid, not just the people, the members of his shevet. That happened at this time. They were now appointed as the people that are tur- turned to on any matter of importance in, in the Ada, meaning in the entire Klal Yisrael. And that explains why they have to be along for the entire count, even for the people not of their own shevet. Zayin al Now that we understand this, we can also understand was by Metarzin and the Siyim the Pasuk that when he describes the Siyim, the Pasuk identifies them as the Siyim the leaders of the tribes. Rashi Alfi Yisrael, they are the heads of the of the groups of thousand of Yisrael.
of the Jewish people. L'chayra, you could ask the question, It's only important over here that they were the leader of the tribe. Why is it important to identify them as also the leaders of thousands? You know that there was a hierarchy. There was a, somebody in charge of every group of ten. Then there was somebody in charge of every group of fifty, and every group of a hundred, and every group of a thousand. So they were Nesim of the groups of thousands also. Why is that important here? They're being charged with this mission only because they are Nesim of the Shevet, not because they're Nesim Alfi Yisrael, that they're in charge of a group of a thousand. Why does the Pasuk put that in to this, to this uh, story? So the answer is not a pasuk. Will the mit unterstreichen zeigadlos bechlal. The pasuk is trying to emphasize their importance, not just as a nasi of their shevet, but on a more general sense. Azei zayne roshi alfi yisrael that they are the heads of the groups of thousands. Bemele and therefore zayne zeroit zaberin kruyeida. That's why they are now going to be appointed as in charge of matters of importance to the entire klal yisrael. That they should be part of the counting of every single yid, not just the ones of their uh, of their shevet. So, in other words, the Torah is trying to to de-emphasize somewhat that their importance is not only because they are the leader of their shevet, but that they are the heads of a, of groups of a thousand. In other words, they have importance unrelated to the specific shevet that they are involved in. They are leaders in general, not just of their own shevet. The Yumtag Yaser, and this takes a, a, an even better, it, it becomes much more gishmak. Leighton Pirish in Rashi Alfi Yisrael, when we explain, when we understand that the word Rashi Alfi Yisrael, the heads of the thousands, is Azdom Maint Rashim Oivdisari Alofim, that they are the heads of the Alfa Yisrael, in other words, not that they are in charge of a thousand, but that they are the heads of all the group of Alfa Yisrael. There are people in charge of groups of a thousand. They are in charge of those people who are in charge of groups of a thousand. The Sach Hakel for Minyan Kol Shevet is Doch Given Kama Meis. In the, if you count each shevet, you will see that it doesn't only divide by a thousand, then there's like, let's say, I don't know, 18,300. So there were also remainders of hundreds of people that didn't fit into a group of a thousand. You say to Salah more than the, the than thousand, uh, 18,000 plus 300 is So now, when you're looking for a head, to lead this group of a thousand, and there's only 300. In this Shevet, there's only 300 left for a new leader for a, of a group of a thousand. So you need somebody that is going to be the head of this extra 300 that is in this Shevet. So what are you going to do? You have to take 300 from this Shevet plus the 400 that are more than a thousand in another shevet, plus another 300 that's in a third shevet, and from the three groups of 300 or 400 or 300, these are just examples, you make up a new group of a thousand. So now the leader of that group of that thousand 
is not just for one shevet, it's a mixer, mixture of people from three different shvatim. Kumtoi, so it comes out of the Nesim, Zayindik Nesim of the Sari Alafim. So the Nesim, which were in charge of all those groups of a thousand, the, the leaders of groups of a thousand, Isaiah Nesim is given Nisht nor Abnei Shiftam nor Eichafandere. So now there is one leader of a group of a thousand whose group of a thousand is made up of people from Reuben, Shimon, and Levi, or Yehuda. So therefore, the the nasi that is in charge of this these group of thousand, of uh, leaders of a thousand has within under his authority a leader which is a leader of not only people of his own tribe but a leader of people of Reuben Shimon and Levi or Yehuda. So therefore, that expands his leadership that he wasn't just a leader of a nasi of his own shevet. He had, by saying Sari Alpha Yisrael, it also includes that he ha- he had under his authority a leader of a thousand who was a leader of people from different shvatim. So, in other words, the leader of this of this shevet had under him not just people from his own shevet; he was also a leader of people from other shvatim. In other words, the Torah is trying to expand their importance that it wasn't just limited to their own shevet. And this is a new position which Hashem now gave them. They're not just to be understood as leaders of their own shevet, but that they are kruya, eida, anything of importance for the community at large is their business, that's something that they're going to be turned to, and therefore we now understand why they should be present by the counting of every single year, not just the people of their own shevet. Ches, al is <laughs> based on this we can also understand why did the Ebishta re- uh, say the names of Ebi Nasi because and, and the question was since he's telling it to Moshe why does he have to tell it to him because he already knows from earlier who those people are the reason is as we already learned earlier is the Ebishta that Hashem appoints someone for a certain position and he also gives them the abilities the powers, the strength and the, so on, the talent, the bracha to be able to maintain that position how does he do that how does he, how does he confer that um, importance and give him the kaychas for that that is dur kriya b'shem by naming them, by calling by their name that's how he appoints them the estate as the Pasuk specifies, Karasi when Hashem was saying that I have appointed Betzalel to be the one to build the Mishkan. So he says it by saying, I have called by name Betzalel, Benuri, and so on. And I have filled him with a godly spirit to be able to do this, to do all these jobs that he needs to do. So we see that naming was a way that Hashem gives someone the bracha to be able to accept that mission and to be able to be successful in that mission so the same thing happened in our case by Hashem naming calling out the names of each one of these Nesim to Moshe this was after Moshe already knew them and they'd been already acting as Nesim 
at least a month ago when they brought the Karbonus uh, by the Chanukah Mishkan why did Hashem have to name them to Moshe again because by calling out their names it was conferring on them a new position with new needs with new requirements for new talents and new koiches things that is something that they didn't have yet until then which means importance over the entire quality Israel, not only their own shebet they became the people that are summoned by the people for every matter of importance for the people meaning from the entire Yisrael, as we said before that's why he had to name them again that's how he gave them the kaychas for it that explains also the second pasuk over here so we understand already what kruya eida is and the second possible why does he have to say that that Moshe and Aaron actually followed through and took these people since there was a new appointment to a new position and therefore new kaychas that Hashem conferred on these nesim had gedaft therefore Moshe it wasn't just enough. Yes, they're the Nasiim. Come along, you know, you're the Nasiim, we know. Let's go. It's not just that. He had to take them now into their new position. That has to be said. That has to be said. Besides for what they had already achieved earlier, that they were the leaders of the Shvatim, now there was a new Minui, and therefore Moshe and Aaron took them into this, let's say, raised them up into new, this new position of being of importance to Klal Yisrael Dos is Kavanas Rashi that's what the Pasuk is telling us Dos is Rashi and that's what Rashi means to say Hanoshima Eila when Rashi explains what is Hanoshima Eila these people these twelve leaders that had been named by their names that's very significant the Rebbe says that even though in the printed version Ashenikvu uh, is seen as a second beginning of a new Rashi as if he's quoting from the Pasuk and starting a new explanation the Rebbe says it's not really a new Rashi it's one continuous Rashi these twelve Nasiim that had been named to him by their names nor says Ein Hemshchadim, but it's one continuous Rashi. Rashi is Maitik dem Loshna Kosov and Stelta Rain in Zwischen dem Pirush Anoshema Eila Eshneim Asanusim Alalu. He is quoting from the pasuk and like one run-on sentence. These people, which means the twelve Nesiim, that had been named to him now anew by their names. What that's saying is that Moshe took meaning raised up, took them into their new position, whom those twelve Nasiim, which had been named now for a new position, that's what he that's what he did. He raised them up into the new position. 
the midvavarunter, and what Rashi is trying to say here is nishkim pirushim, and not like those commentaries that said as mimeit nishton under mentioned that he's trying to tell us we're not talking about some other people, unnamed people. Notice is as Mazbir the prote halakicha for Moshe What Rashi is trying to say here is what does it mean that Moshe and Aaron took them here? We're still talking about the same twelve nesiim. But the lekicha, but the new when he says vayikach, they took them. Is oichmetzad the mina was it was it bazei It's not just that they took them because they were the nesiim. The taking them was because of the new position that they received. is that which they were named now. They were named to a new position now. Even though by their names were known. We knew them as the Nasim. But they were renamed because calling them by their name now was the way that Hashem gave them a new position. And that's what they took them as. Bringing them to the table for the counting of Klal Yisroel was not because they simply because they were Nasim, because that would only mean that they have to be there when their own shevet is co- is counted. They were taken along for this mission because they were raised up to a new level of uh, people of importance to the entire Klal Yisrael. That's what they were named to now, and that's why they had to be there for the entire counting of all the Eden. When the far state in Pasuk, and that's why the Pasuk says, Vayikach Moshe v'arnasa anoshem ha'ele, that Moshe and Aaron took these people. Valdos was Vayikach Moshe v'aren dinesiyim midzich. I have to say on the Yidin, the reason that Moshe and Aaron took the, the leaders together with them to account the Yidin is nish, given al saw nor the fun was designed in the siyamatas. They weren't brought along here simply because they were the leaders of the of the, of the Shvatim. That's why the Pasik doesn't say uh, it doesn't say Hanasim, because they weren't brought along as the Nasim, or merely because they were Nasim. The Shaykhus is the Shaykhus and Shavit, which means they weren't brought along because they are connected to their particular Shavit. Nor nor they were brought along as these people with this new appointment a dimension also as the people that were appointed as people of importance to the entire community people that are on a higher level that were given a, a leadership over the entire not just their own their own shevet and that's why it says not the people the, the Nasim they weren't brought along only as Nasim, but rather also as Anoshimela, this new appointment that they receive. Tess. But it still needs a little more explanation because Sof Sof, in the end, what is indeed the reason, the need for the, all the Nasim to be present for the counting of every Yid? Why do we have to have every Nasim there? And therefore, because in order for them to be able to be part of the counting of every Yid, they had to give them a new position, Hashem had to raise them up to a new level. What is it needed for? For create a zone. 
Shaykhus Nisht nor Shevet they had to be given a new position that they now are no longer connected only to their own Shevet but rather to the Gansa Eida but what do we need it for? because it would seem either it doesn't fit either way if you're talking about the general senses where we count all the Yidin as one and everybody counts as one the fact, the that detail of being part of Klal Yisrael, which is equal to every yid, every yid is equally part of Klal Yisrael. And therefore, because we're counting each yid not for his individuality, but rather because he is part of Klal Yisrael, which is just something that every yid shares equally. And for that, you need somebody that is connected to every yid equally. Is genuk. So for that, it's enough. That this census should be taken. Similar to the earlier censuses that were taken already earlier. It was Moshe himself. He didn't. In those in those senses, the Eved didn't say you should have along with you the Nasiim. Moshe Rabbeinu conducted the census. Why? Because they were counting each yid as he is equal to all other Yidin, Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that relates to every Yid, and therefore um, all you need is Moshe, in order to count that aspect of the Yidin. If you want, at the most, you would need Aaron as well. Then there is the other aspect of it. On the other hand, there is also something which is distinct for every Shevet. In this case, in this sense, they counted each shevet independently and gave us the number of each shevet. So that we know the number of each individual shevet. And now that we're counting each shevet independently, so we're looking at each shevet separately. So for that you need each the Nasi of that Shevet is doch in them and therefore what do you need why do you need that every Nasi should be connected to every Yid he has to be connected to the individuality of his Shevet and that is what every Nasi was, in, uh, was unique to anyway that's what he was, the Nasi of his Shevet so if you, because we're counting each Shevet separately, so now we need the Nasiim. But we, what do we need the Nasiim to be given a general appointment that they are connected to every Yid for that Yav already Moshe? So therefore, what do we need this? If you need the general census, you have Moshe. You need the individual census, you have the Nasi of that Shevet. For what do you need that all the Nasiim should be part of the whole counting? Yud is the beer, so the explanation of that is the inu in is beloshin Rashi lohidiyachibasam. What's the reason that Hashem counts the yidden? Rashi explains that it is in order to make known His love for the yidden. As bring to raise the chibah from yidden, it brings out counting them brings out the belovedness of the yidden. Vidu shalos is mevayres. Rashi explains that durch minyan veren verna yidna davachoshuv davashu b'minyan b'meidu lebatul. Shalom explains that when, while in matters of kashras, let's say, 
something that a small amount can be lost in the greater in a large amount but if it's something that is counted one by one for instance when they sell a dozen eggs so eggs are not sold by the pound or by uh, any other it's by each individual is sold separately that's why a dozen is 12 eggs that's how much you pay so then no an egg does not get lost in the in, in a thousand eggs because each one is counted separately so it doesn't get lost in the big mixture so when you count the yidin that's a halacha in matters of bitl so the, since a yid should not get lost in the big mixture Hashem counts them giving them importance to each individual one separately in this way each one gets his own individuality his, and doesn't get lost in the big picture that's how the Shalom explains why Hashem counts is in them There are two ways in this which this can happen. The the earlier senses that were taken before this senses, where they counted all the yidin and the numbers were just how many yidin are there? Six hundred and so many yidin, thousand and so many yidin. As there's chalkos under without giving the number of each shevet separately. That came to bring out the um, the uh, belovedness, the importance of Yidin. There is a certain um, aspect of a Yid, which is, never mind that each one has his own individual importance, and his individual talents, and what he's good at, and so on, and the way he specializes in Avedis Hashem, or whatever. All the Yidin share one importance which is that we are the children of Hashem that's what was being counted that's what was being identified by counting the Yidin in all the earlier senses we're not counting each Shevet separately in other words what makes each Shevet distinct from the other by the same token not what makes each Yid distinct from all the others we're just counting Yidin as they have an importance just for being a Yid that is the, the unique quality that every Yid has because he has an, a soul in the essence the core essence of the Neshama of every Yid is the same there is no difference between one Yid and another in the core essence they are all the same but in the counting the senses that is taking place in our Parsha here is Gikuman Megalazain came to, there was a new thing that was introduced. It came to bring out another point. Now we're going to be counting Yidin, not just the, the one quality that we all share, that we have an essence of Hashem within us, but we're going to count each Shevet separately, which means we're going to focus in also on the individual contribution that every Yid makes, every Shevet makes, and by extension, what every Yid brings to the table which is different than what other Yidin have but in them is Farana is Chalkas Fish and Eden over here there is of course a difference between one Yid and another so you can't compare the, there's no there's no similarity or there is no they're not, we're not all the same I don't have the same qualities as, as he has and he doesn't have the same qualities as I have so each one of us is seen distinctly from another. That's why now the Eivishter wanted to count each Shevet separately. Because 
the 12 Shvatim, it's not just one homogenous community. Each Shevet is distinct and has a different lifestyle. Artlem means a lifestyle. Limadatayra, each, each Shevet had its own method and way of uh, dedication to Limadatayra. One is not the same as the other. Yisachar is not the same as Vulun. Parnasasam, the source of their income, of their Parnasa, was not the same. The Shvatim lived distinct lives. In a general sense, that also points to the, to the distinctness of every individual Yid as well. So that's why, of course, they weren't going to count, uh, give you each Yid separately. There would be no sense in that. But they counted each Shevet, which in a general sense, they lived a certain lifestyle and a certain dedication to Torah and so on. So we counted that separately in order to bring out that it's not just that all Yidin are one and the same because of the essence of the Neshama. We're also interested in the unique quality of each individual Shevet and also each individual Yid. As we see uh, that Yaakov Avinu gave each one of his sons a different blessing, a different type of a blessing. The Funus movement, so from this we understand as is that Hashem, that the each one was also separate and different, unique and distinct in the way they served Hashem Khlalas. And in a general sense, Hashem, this uh, is identified as twelve separate paths in the service of Hashem. Each Shevet had its own path. In Velcha's Teilzuch Klal Yisrael, in which the uh, Klal Yisrael is divided into twelve streams of types of Avedas Hashem, Reuven the Avedas from Reu, Reuven, as his name expresses, is the seeing, the being able to relate to Hashem through sight. Shimon is Shmiya, Shimon comes from the word of hearing, the way they relate to Hashem in what's called hearing, which is not as great as seeing in a certain sense and as I write there and each Shevet has its own distinct way of serving Hashem in summary of this chapter there is the counting of the Yidin as one and not, the, not dividing them into 12 Shvatim just knowing what the general number is that points to the, un, the um, shared quality of every single Yid then there is counting the Yidin to show and to see to identify the unique quality of Ebi Yid, which in a general sense is 12 paths of the way we live and the way we serve Hashem and so on. Yud Aleph. Afal Pikein is oich badaminin yeder id gerechen gevaren als einer. And even so, by, even so, even though we're, we're counting each Yid according to their quality, we're also focusing on their individual quality, still every Yid only counts for one. Not more than one and not less than one. For does vaist begiret come upon, and that indicates, as we've discussed many times, as in the minion is da an inyan velcha alazanig leich. That when you count them, even though we're looking at the individuality of the yid, but there is something which, in which we're all similar, we're all the same, and that's why we're only counted as one from based on that sameness that we have. Avapivos. Even though we are different and counted according to our unique individuality, but still there's something that we share in common, and that's why we everybody gets only one, gets valued as one. In other words, you might say that 
since uh, Moshe Rabbeinu is not the same as some lowly water carrier, so maybe Moshe Rabbeinu should count for ten, and the water carrier maybe for a half. Half. No, everyone gets counted as one. Kumtois. So it comes out as in them is Faran that you have two contradictory things happening here. Nizge cooked of them was the meaning is forbidden meat the miles of protest when you didn't that notwithstanding the fact that the count, the census is being conducted according to the individuality of Abi Yid, in which there are different levels, there are those who have a much higher level, for instance, the heads of the Shvatim are on a higher level, and that person would of co- has of course more importance than the one that has a lo- lowly sta- station like the wood shoppers and the water carriers so therefore you might say that it makes no sense to say that everybody should be counted just as one how could you compare the, the head of a, a shevet to a, an ordinary water carrier. He should count for much more, he should count for much less. So when counting them all as equal gives them equal importance. Counting each one as the same gives them equal importance. And still, notwithstanding that they are dissimilar, Still, we say that every yid is counted only as one, which means we point to the fact that everybody has the same value. So, there to explain, how do you bring together these two opposites? The fact that we count each yid for his individual individuality is It's not just to bring out the individuality of each person or the, or the importance of each shevet as indistinct from everyone else nor the only reason that we're pointing to the individuality and what each person individually or each shevet individually brings to the table is not to give them their own importance but rather to point out how they contribute to the entire picture, to the entire mosaic, which makes up Kal Yisrael. That's the only thing we're interested in. How does this person contribute to the grand um, symphony that is Kal Yisrael? And how does that person contribute to the grand symphony which is Kal Yisrael? For Sindem Inyan, and to this matter, that we're just bringing out that each individual brings a completion to the entire symphony, as I said, is Nishtakanis Chalkos. There is no difference between one and the other. The symphony needs every single participant, and one does not, is not more important than the other one. For instance, just like the body needs the head and the brain, in order for the body to be a perfect body and to be able to accomplish everything that it needs, 
the, the body also needs the foot, the lowly foot, in order to be a perfect body. So while we understand that the brain has a certain role, which, might, which has a greater individuality than the, the foot, so the Sheikh and Shivtechem have a certain status, and the Chaytavitzecha have a different status, but the reason that we count them as individuals, but yet everybody gets the same value, is because everyone contributes to the perfection of the body, and the body cannot be perfect without the foot either, and therefore the foot is just as necessary. On the farvet and that's why everybody gets the same one is has a value of one. But in because in order to bring this perfection to the to the general symphony to the whole symphony, everybody plays a role. Everybody's role is essential, and that's why everybody's counted as one. That also explains why the leaders of the Shvatim had to be there for the counting of all the Yidden. And in order to, for this to make sense, they had to be elevated to the people of importance, of authority, and over the entire Klal Yisrael. And the Kroen Mechol as Rashi says, that were called upon for everything of importance in the entire community so that's why they had to play a role because even when they counted each shevet individually, which they did at the same time it had to be understood that each shevet is not being counted separately and that it's, it's a separate census nor also as a bazundar metzias as a as a separate distinct entity. Nor in oich the minyan prati ved gitzelt also tell from klau, but that even when we count each one individually and what they bring to the table, it's all part of the entire community. It's just to make up the whole symphony, and that's why the nesiim, while they played a role in counting their own shevet, it's also as a member of the entire of the leadership of entire Klal Yisrael because all the, the only reason we're counting each one individually is to see what's the role that they play in the perfection of the entire Klal Yisrael.